Welcome to Two Guinea Hens. Episode two. Yes, I'm Gabby. I'm Rose. And we're back. (laughs) I know you thought we wouldn't be. (laughs) Catherine, no. (laughs) Who who else is listening? I feel like we only had like four. I don't know. I I I can't tell. You have to give me the login for the... How do I tell how like the analytics of it? I don't know. Okay. Well, hopefully when I upload this one, I'll figure out where all that is. And I would like us just to be able to upload directly to iTunes. No offense to the current media player right. we're using. You're wonderful. But. You're so great. We don't even know your name. Right. Um, but yeah, but it'd just be easier. Yeah. We'll get all... You know what? We won't bother you guys with all yeah, that. Yeah, don't worry. We're still... I think you guys know we're in the early stages. And we're on Twitter now. Two mm-hmm. Guinea Hens uh, podcast on Twitter. Uh, we have an email. You can email us. Two guinea hens at gmail.com. Please keep it clean. Do we do anything else? Um, we haven't done Facebook or Instagram yet, but no. we will. But we're going to. We just want to get a few episodes on so we yeah. can like vlog it and stuff. And eventually, I'm sure we'll film us doing this and then also have a YouTube channel. Definitely. Because that's what all the podcasts do. Right. I prefer watching podcasts. That is a true thing with me. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because Macaulay Culkin's podcast, he was like, we're going to finally be on YouTube for all of you who prefer that. And I was like, I actually prefer that. He liked one of your tweets, didn't he? He's liked a few of my tweets. Wow. That's what I love about Twitter. That's pretty crazy. And uh, Devin Sawa liked one of oh, my yeah. tweets. <sighs> my two boyfriends from my youth. I'm embarrassed now that I was so excited that Ryan Adams liked one of my <sighs> tweets two years ago because I'm st- I just my disappointment in him is off the charts. Yeah, we're we've taken a stance and we're anti Ryan Adams on this podcast. If you got a problem with that, yeah, if you got a problem with it, I don't, I don't want to take I, I mean, I I love the man. She defended. All right, what didn't Kendra hate him though? Before Kendra, all this, we went to see him at the Carnegie Music Hall, right? And the concert was over, and Kendra, our sister in law, just said, "What did she say?" I effing hate, hate him. Hate him or something, or something yeah. like that. And I was personally offended by it, but she was she right. Was right. She was right. Well, he was kind of one of those artists who, like... I mean, definitely mental health issues, for sure. Yeah, because, like... drug abuse. Because he wouldn't get mad at people if they would yell, like... Didn't some people think he was Brian Adams? Right, somebody would say, like, yell Summer of 69, and he'd, like, throw him (laughs) off stage. Or he had one guy kicked out of a show once for doing it. Yeah, he had no sense of humor for a pedophile. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, if you're going to be a semi-famous musician... And your name is one letter off from another famous musician. Right, you've got to expect. And he was famous before like you. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Luca Brasi is trying to get in the room. So is Stanley Tucci, I can see his hand. Aw, I'd like Stan. Well, yeah. we can't though. No, can't let one in and not the other. No, and they'll just be too disruptive. Yeah, no, it'll be too crazy. Yeah. Right. Anyway, sorry. About that. So we digressed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry about, about the that. Brian Adams thing. And um, you guys have to understand this podcast is also pretty much our weekly chat session so yeah we try to keep it organized but the reality is we're gonna go off off topic yeah we're sisters for god's sake right and we're trying not to talk in the parking lot of the gym as much right because of the hashtag judgment yeah (sighs) but that'll probably change it back when it's warmer out i can see us oh yeah i mean if we can do it in 20 degree weather right then 70 degree weather i for sure. I, I think it would be fun if in the spring and summer after the gym, we do those like power walks like Bruno Kirby and Billy Crystal and when I met Sally. <laughs> and then we talk power walking around Green Tree. Well, that's what uh, Steph and I would go. We'd pull Jessica's and go uh, run after class down Green Tree Road. Really? Yeah. It's hard to talk and run, though. Yeah. So we could power walk. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds like a plan. There we go. Boom. Done. That is less weird. It's also. I think power walking looks pretty weird. But I exercise walk all the time. 
Do you do it like they Yes. Do you really? You know I do. I have to get the momentum. I'm going up hills. We're going to get video footage of this at some point, too. Don't <laughs> oh, you worry, man. listeners. And do you call it exercise walking? Leave us a comment on Twitter. Hashtag exercise walking. Uh, I think I'm going to do a Twitter poll, too, because I want to know the percentage of listeners Catherine, um, <laughs> that think I sound like an uppity bitch, because that's what I think I sound like. I feel very low-voiced. And I didn't think that at all. Oh, my. At one point when I was trying to edit it... <laughs> It did something where it was like male voice and it made our voice, like we sounded, it was like as if we were born men. It was amazing. I kind of wish I could have kept it, but it also was making me really depressed too, so... Okay. That's why. Sorry, it was uh, unedited. I'm I'm still dealing with audio issues. Yeah, I mean, it was our first episode. Yeah, we're, we're still in the early stages. Very so early Please stages. give us a little bit of a break, but stick with us. Yeah, I mean, I feel like no great podcast is great. Right. We'll get more polished and. Eventually, I want to get us these, like, we'll each have our own microphone and headphones. We can control our own game. They're only $100 a piece. I just found them. Like when they like when they um, make fun of NPR on Saturday Night Live? Yes. That's great. Fabulous. <laughs> but that'll be awesome. It will. And then we can hear how loud or not loud or how masculine or not masculine Perfect. we sound. And I'll buy a new house. We can have a separate room just for podcasting. That'll be amazing. Well, if I could sell my the current house and then move into, you know, whose apartment next door, oh, it's a two-bedroom, one room could be for podcasting. That'd be ideal. 600 utilities included. Guys, it's 2019. That's crazy prices. I, I, if you're thinking about moving to Pittsburgh, you should come because prices here are ridiculously cheap compared to most other semi-big, small cities. Oh, without a doubt. And I, I don't know if it's just because this city, like Pittsburgh itself is made up of all these, like, boroughs, and some of the boroughs... Like, don't you think Brookline you could probably get easily? Oh, yeah. 600, two-bedroom. Probably. I would think that's... Le- don't you think that'd be less than Beachview? No, I think Beachview would be less than Brookline. Oh. Well, regardless, the point is, yeah. you can get things. Oh, like, yeah, I'm sure totally. McKee's Rocks. Oh, I get, maybe. like, a house for $250. Probably. But then, of course, you have to live in McKee's Rocks. Right. But, but the point is, if you're thinking of moving, Pittsburgh is a great place to move. It's yes. affordable. Yeah. Maybe we can visit Pittsburgh to sponsor us. <gasps> That'd be awesome. All right, we'll always okay, promote we'll, Pittsburgh. We'll, okay, okay yeah. we're off tangent. Right. We are. Let's go back to ancestry. Oh, yeah. So I feel like a lot of people relate. Well, you had written that column about ancestry. I feel like more people talked about that than our podcast, right. however. We can piggyback off of both. Yeah. yeah. I think people really related to that because I think, well, for instance, our friends who are married and got the test because the husband thought he would be like, 97% German, and turned out he was hardly any at all, was he? No, he's mostly Irish. I mean, he really took that hard. Yeah. So, I think that's happened to a lot of people that grew up identifying with a specific nationality and get their ancestry, and they're just like, I'm not even who I thought I am. I don't think ancestry really uh, addressed this possibility in their fun little commercials. Yeah. You know? There is a dark side to the ancestry DNA. It's true. Although uh, my therapist got really upset with my reaction because she was just like, first of all, she acted like it was such an American thing. She was like, there, no one outside of the United States would even do ancestry because we all know that no one is from whatever kind. Like, she's like, we know. She's like, you've read really? a history book. No, but she knows every person outside of the United States. And she was like, she was, she was surprised that I would be surprised that we would have any Greek in us considering our, both of our grandparents had roots in Italy. She was like... 
you've read history books. You know that they didn't all start out there. Was been the Roman Empire. I'm like, I don't know anything. <laughs> we've read history books. Did she ever went to school? I'm like, I watched a YouTube video yesterday, and I'm maybe convinced the world's flat. So you better back <laughs> off, lady. I don't know. I don't know what oh, I think. No. I don't, you don't really think that, do you? Shane Dawson did a video. <laughs> He's a terrorist. That's according to Tony Chappie. We'll get to that later. All right. Anyway. anyway. So my question to you is, now when we, quote, unquote, embrace our Italian roots, are we, is the, are we guilty of cultural appropriation? And I ask you that because, to be quite honest, I'm not totally sure what that is. <laughs> I'm... I mean, I, I, you know, in, in like a completely generic terms, is it like, it's like when a white person cornrows their hair. That's cultural appropriation. Right. And I think I'm just at a weird age where I still don't totally understand. Like, I get it, but then I, I don't get it. No, I know what you mean. Because, because America's I a melting think, pot, and so we've all kind of appropriated... And I think when people do stuff like that, it's because they appreciate, or they, you know, they wish they were this one thing, or they wish they could do that. And, you know? I don't know. I, I never saw that as a bad thing, so... But cultural appropriation, to me, it always is said with a tone that it's bad. But Does that I, make sense? But I think it's only appropriation when you're making money off of it. Oh, really? That's what I think. So it's oh. like, um, I'm trying to think of an example, but I think I think a lot of, like, Iggy Azalea, everyone got oh God, mad at exactly her. I was going to say. Because she was using the medium of hip-hop. Now, I feel like you can't do that. You can't take a genre of music and just say, okay, this is, you know, only this group of people can do this, because, I mean, it could get really weird, right? Like... I don't know. And Should music? I yeah. Mean, move, don't you want your music to move people, regardless of and, and, what their outsides look like? And that's what I love about art is that, like, you know, some nine-year-old little white girl is moved by, you know, Jay Z or something, mm -hmm. and then some like seven-year-old little black boy is moved by Amadeus Mozart. You know, what I mean, mm -hmm. it's like every, that's what's so cool about life. Yeah. But it is. Um, I I don't know. Like sometimes I see it so much and it drives me crazy, and then. Like, I've seen men try to piggyback on the oppression of women and heighten themselves. Like, I'm standing up for women, mm -hmm. but women stand up for themselves every day and don't get a pat on the back for it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so, like, um, that kind of, like, okay. so I look at that. But I don't think we are because we were, to me, and this is the part of my column got cut out, to me... I feel like I now know what it's like to be adopted in a way. Like, I feel like I was raised by Italians, and then I found out I'm not at all Italian. That's interesting. <laughs> Except we are. We're mostly Italian. Right. And that's why I also don't think we're appropriating. But I'm definitely going to start taking advantage of our Russianness. How so? I want. I really want to get one of those crazy hats. Oh, that'd be great. Right? I want one of those. We would look good in those. They're kind of like what we already wear. and toasty they would be. Oh, my God. I want one so bad. I want to go to Russia now. Uh, we might not get to come back. I mean, I would definitely like to go there. I think that'd be kind of cool, but maybe not at this time. Well, yeah, this might not look good to go right now. Right. Um, um, I love that movie with Billy Crystal, though. What movie with Billy Crystal? Oh my god, where he goes to Russia? Moscow Midnight Hudson? Run? Midnight Run. I don't even know that one. Moscow Hudson. Gregory Hines. <laughs> <laughs> but Gregory Hines is in it. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. I know about. what you're talking about, too. Shine Sweet Freedom, was that the song? That isn't. Shine, sweet freedom, shiny light. Was that from Midnight Run? Is it Midnight Run or Midnight Cow? No. It's, it's a, definitely not Moscow something. Well, whatever. We don't have a I computer with us I right don't. now, guys. We need to start doing that. Having a laptop in case we need information brought to our fingertips. I mean, I have a laptop and I have my well, phone. we're not doing work. Yeah. Okay. okay. We need a producer to look that stuff oh, up. Oh, we're, we're going to get Cassie. 
She'd God. love it. Yes. You just have to mother her. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. She has to quit smoking. Okay. Hey, Cass, did you hear that? You have to quit smoking. I bet you didn't listen to our podcast. Thanks a lot, Cass. I told her about it, too. I'll tag her. Okay. I'm we- making a face. That's why I wasn't <laughs> speaking, Cassie. Yeah, she was making a face. She's not happy. Um, um, yeah, so you were worried we were Rachel Donzel. Dolzel? Donzel? The woman who, that white woman who claimed she was black and was like leading a branch of the NAACP. So that's appropriation, right? She took a job for the NAACP that should go to definitely someone who is black. Right. So what she did was bad. But so I if also she don't... had just lived her life as like a nurse or a teacher or a lawyer and had been like, oh, I'm Rachel and I'm African American, nobody would have been the wiser and she could have lived her life like that. Exactly. But that's. But when she tried to go to an all-black university and get a scholarship, I don't know if that's all true. I just made that up. But that I don't would, know if that's true either. But, but she would, did head the, that branch of the NAACP. I will say this. I, I have a former friend. Uh, he's not dead. He's just dead to me. And he uh, had a, uh, was born to a, from a white mother, black father. But the mother always said she was black. And so he always defended Rachel, however oh, Sarah name. was like, no, I just feel like my mother's black, even though she's not. And he, like, accepted her that way. And that's his mom. But he also wasn't particularly bright. No, he was an he was an English major in college, and when I talked about um, the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, he didn't know what I was talking about, and I was like, "The book, Mark Twain." Weren't you an English major? And that's when I knew that you could get a degree in English. My generation with just books on tape. I dated a man briefly who had a master's degree, and was a science teacher, and didn't know what the word "irradiated" meant. Oh God. I'll carry that with me forever, at least until I get, like, dementia or Alzheimer's. But I always was just like, how is this even possible? Because that's not even a hard word. Like, no, that's not a no. word that's, like, so random and weird. You learn that thing in video games. Sure. Like, that's, like, right. you, uh, that's an easy one. Right. If you've ever watched, you know, Matthew Broderick's War Games on a Saturday afternoon, that's you what I mean. know that word. Come on. Right. I think degrees don't necessarily mean a person is smart oh my gosh not at all not at all yeah i always tell kids like you don't have to go to college if you have a a career in mind that doesn't need college maybe don't go yeah am i glad i went i don't know piggybacking really quickly off of the the topic of teachers uh on my way here um at 5 45 there was a bus school bus and they had the stop thing come out i'm like 5 45 who are they dropping off kids open the door no kids got out and there were no kids on the bus, and the bus driver had no teeth. And I was like, it's like, you could see school. that from your car? Yeah, because I had to stop, because he had to stop uh, thing, and I'm like, no kids got out, and then the bus went by, and I'm like, there's no kids on the bus. What is he doing? But then I was like, maybe it's a practice round, but why do you have to practice at 5.45 during rush hour to drop kids off? It was strange. Maybe he picks kids up for after school pro. To but no button. one got on and no one got It was so right weird. out of Ghost World. I was just like, I don't ever want to get on that school bus because I don't think anyone's getting off. It's just giving me a headache. I know, I'm sorry. It happened. Were you in Pittsburgh? It was this? a Green Tree on Green Tree Road. I was stopped so at the BP. Weird. Right in front of the BP. Doo, 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 doo. Now I want to know. Yeah, I'll look. I'll keep a lookout for him. Okay. Every, every day at 545. Huh. Yeah, it was fascinating. It's very strange. So the point is, you don't think we're like Rachel Dole, Dole Zanely? No, but if we took our 9% French and started really playing that up, like wearing berets and ascots and, I don't know, only eating croissants. That doesn't sound like a bad way to live. And saying things like um, Kevin James. <laughs> Situation. <laughs> 
then maybe we okay. will be appropriating. I would, I would love, I hope we get more listeners to this episode and they can give us some feedback. <laughs> I just hope Kevin James listens once. Oh my God, that'd be great. I would freak out. He's the king of queens. Yeah, he is. And I think he has another show with that woman we love. The former Scientologist. Love her. Oh, that's right. She took the place of Bright. Yes, he did a show, yeah. and there was a woman lead. But no one liked, no her. One liked her, so they brought his Leah real wife. back. Yeah, I just adore her. She oh my god! Did you ever watch a reality no. show? Mom and I loved it. I don't think it's still on though. But her husband, her mother, no, she. I think oh, she's she, the one now about the Jehovah Witnesses. But how would she know about? It's she's talking. Why to did you whisper? I don't podcast. know. <laughs> Guys, she said Jehovah Witness. <laughs> Sorry. They need to know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I Rose is keeping secrets from our listeners. I, know, you I can't didn't mean do to that. Rose. I know. I, I apologize. Mom I'll, hated I'll be secrets. More, I'll be more transparent. Oh my god. Um, okay. Oh. I think this is a the part where you're going to say what you made me watch. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm mad at you. Speaking of mom and things she loves to watch, I watched this documentary on Netflix on Sunday. I think Saturday or Sunday. And it freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> and I watched it thinking, yeah, every day I wish my mom was alive. But there are moments during those days where I think, oh my god, I wish my mom was alive so I can make her watch this and talk about it. That documentary was abducted in plain sight. And I begged Gab to watch it before we podcasted today so that we could talk about it. Because I just can't believe anything about it. Anything about it. For those of you that haven't watched it. It is about a family in Idaho, and they have three daughters. Next door to them live another family, and they're very good friends with the people, those people, but the husband of the other family takes a special interest in the one daughter. He's always taking pictures just of her, blah, blah, blah. Jan. Jan, and then he kidnaps her. Says he's going to pick her up from her piano lesson to take her horseback riding, which, hello, right away. Right. What parent says, oh, okay. Are all the girls going? No, just you and Jan? Oh, perfect. First of all, no. And he has kids, too, by the way. Right. Which he wasn't bringing on the horseback ride trip. So he takes Jan and they go to Mexico and whatever. (laughs) That's not where the horseback riding was. No, no, they weren't horseback riding in Mexico. Um, So we'll get to what happened in Mexico in a second. But then she comes back. He gets arrested, I think, or indicted. Yeah, but then they, like, help to, like, defend his character. <laughs> right. The so they drop the charge. Like, the FBI can't press charges because the family, Jan's parents, are like, oh, no, we don't, it's fine. And because Jan, keep in mind, is a child, uh, is saying it's fine. So she right. was like, no, nothing. And she says nothing happened. And they can't prove that he molested her or anything like that. Right. There's no proof of anything like that at this point. Oh, keep in mind, this is like the early 70s yeah. as well. And Jan's like 12 Yeah. Um, so they all go back to living next door and being buddy-buddy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kidnaps her again. Yeah, second time. Second time. <laughs> second time. So, now, in the midst of yeah. all of this... <laughs> yeah, I gotta go back. Gotta go we're back. gonna rewind all the way back. Remember, they're good friends. The families are friends. Next are neighbors. Really good friends. And I think... We find out first that Jan's mom, like, flirts with him. And they, like, kiss once. Yeah, but, but nothing, nothing really happens. And she lets him touch her boobs. Right. And then she could... Oh, I should also... We should backtrack that they're... I think they're all very Mormon. Yes. They're all... They're all uh, involved in the Church of the Latter-day So, they, the mom feels guilty, like, even having had... Like, 
kissed and let this man touch your boobs. Mm-hmm. So that happens at one point. Right. Then the, the Jan's dad. <laughs> who I just want to say, when the whole documentary starts, I'm like, oh my God, Bud Court's working again. Wait, this is a documentary, not a movie. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this dad is gay. So that was my very first thought. Rose, take it from there. So the dad um, picks up the neighbor man, kidnapper, from work one day and, and kidnapper neighbor man is all bummed out because he and his wife don't have sex anymore and he's and rah, 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 nobody loves me I can't get laid bah, bah, bah. and literally says things like my pee pee hurts like oh, yeah, from yeah. the pain of not being able right. to have sex it hurts right like <laughs> my, I have to put my wiener in a splint because it hurts yeah. and so Jan's dad straight Mormon well the guy asks him to well yeah, yeah. He, he asks him <laughs> he's like a dude can you help me out yeah, and the dad says to the camera, to the documentarian, if that's a word, I don't know. I mean, he was my friend. It was it was boys being boys. Yeah. But then at, he, like, loses it. At this point, my, my fiancé is in the room with me. He's reading while I'm watching this, and he looks up and says, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> Did that straight guy just claim that he gave his friend a job and that's what boys do? I was like... Yes, go back to your he book. He did. He said that's <laughs> what boys do. But I do think maybe in the Mormon religion, like, because they have to be so repressed from being gay, that that could happen. Like, that's what Mormon boys do. I don't know, though. I'm just speculating. But it was ridiculous. It was so... I mean, and this is just, like, little snips. You have to watch it to see the full Wait. insanity of this family. Okay. And this poor girl... Wait. Like... The first time she's kidnapped... So, okay, we have to go oh, back yeah, here for yeah, a second. Okay. So she gets kidnapped. Well, they're, they're going horseback riding. Mm-hmm. They don't come back that evening. In Mexico. Uh, yeah. The yeah. mom calls his wife like, hey, we're scared. Have you heard from them? And she's like, no. <laughs> weird, right? And so they're like, should we call the police? Because they're missing. And the wife's like, I think we should not call the police for five days they do nothing they they're missing the girl is missing their 12 year old daughter is missing but then this is my favorite part in the documentary the mom's like well on the fifth day i just went ahead and i called the fbi wait you you don't do 911 you have the fbi on speed you don't call your local police there's no direct line to the fbi for losers like us madam i'm like what do you mean you called the fbi i'm like furious no gets better fbi agent comes on and at some point well, how about when, like, the the, the, the neighbor who t- kidnaps her, they interview his brother? Yeah, well, we always known he was a, a known pedophile. But then tells things like, but then I hired him. He's a yeah. good worker. Right. Hey, they seemed in love. I mean, even though she was 12. Yeah. You're what? So anyway, <laughs> they somehow they've interviewed the brother. They find out he's a known pedophile. Oh, they find a storage closet that he's emptied. Oh, yeah, The trailer's right. gone. Right. He also faked that they got kidnapped. Remember, right. he kicks off the... It's crazy. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the P-Face. <laughs> I just watched it. I, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all fresh. fresh, yeah. But the best part to me was the FBI agent's like, yeah, I mean, I guess pedophile's a word in the dictionary. We just always called it stranger danger. FBI. The United States <laughs> Department of Justice. This is what they, this is what they were. You never heard the word pedophile before. You thought it was stranger danger. It was crazy. Hey y'all, sorry, we just took a quick pause because uh, we ordered pizza and had a couple pieces of pizza and a glass of wine. Yeah, so this might be a little more chill this half. (laughs) Right. But Um, probably not because we're talking about this moronic documentary. Right. Alright, so we left off with the FBI agent who didn't know that the word pedophile was a word. Could be applied to people. 
and instead called it Stranger Danger. Yeah, that's what we thought it was called. The whole FBI or just you? Did McGruff the crime dog teach at Quantico or how did that all happen? Also, the mom directly called the... I can't get over... This whole thing just seems so fake. I know. It really does. So, in the first kidnapping, when they were allegedly going to the horse farm... Right. He faked a break-in in his car, Mm -hmm. emptied a storage unit, and Mm -hmm. then took the girl for five days. And during that time, he did technically rape her, right? He just didn't... Well, here's what happened. He had her drug. Well, he was drugging her. Oh, the whole right, time. right. So, she was sleeping in the back of the camper or the motorhome or whatever, and he had a tape recorder set oh, up right. that played a tape of what this little girl thought were aliens, telling her that she was also part alien. So was the kidnapper. And that they had to have a, she had to have a ba- his baby in order to save this alien planet. By the time she was 16. Right. And she was drawing the parallels to, because they said your, your birth father's not your real father, your mother is your real father, your father is this alien, so she's like, oh my god, it's, it's just like Jesus. Yeah, yeah, so she was, yeah. So yeah, so this whole time she thinks she's got to do all this to save this alien planet. Because she's being drugged, and she's also 12, and mm-hmm. easily when he's playing these tapes for her. And then doesn't he... Oh my god, right. And so then, in like the next morning, he's all messed up. And she's like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, you don't know. A white light came out of nowhere and we were in this act and they said that we have to... And so he then went along with the story from a different... Right. But it's all his story because he's mm-hmm. a crazy person. Yeah. So, how did she get found the first time? What happened? I thought they just went back. Did they? Because... They were just going to act like nothing crazy happened. I thought they got pulled over in Mexico or something. Yes, he oh. went to the Mexican jail. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. okay, that's right. But then something happens when they go to get their daughter. Because, like, that was our daughter. Yeah. I can't remember what's happening with her in the holding either. cell. Because she was, like, defending him or acting like she was in love with him. Right. Right, right, right. Didn't he talk one of the guards into letting her come into the cell or something? I think so. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, super craziness. But they get them back to Idaho. They're going to press charges against this guy. And at this point, the father now is like, he knew his daughter was gone. Right. Like, the way she's talking, she's no longer Jan. Right. Uh, But the mom is, you know. But this is when the mom starts having the sexual affair with him. Right. So I guess what happens is he comes back, no charges are pressed because Mm -hmm. they can't prove that he had sex with her. And the neighbors are like, well, he was our friend and he's so charming. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he starts having the affair with the mom so that he can basically just get the jam. Right. And then he's getting therapy for his problems. And he tells Jan's parents that the reason he is the way he is is because he was abused by, like, an aunt or something. Yes, yes. And that his therapist wants him to lay in bed with young girls and that will cure him. And so Jan's parents, in their infinite wisdom and A-plus parenting, say, well, sure, go ahead. You can lay, lay in Jan's bed. I mean, it's your therapy. Right. They, they believe it. Mm-hmm. But they're, or, I mean, and they're both so scared that the world's going to find out that dad gives handies and that mom's having right. sex with them. That's the other part of it. So he keeps threatening them. Like, I'm going to tell everyone that you had an affair. Or I'm going to tell that you're gay. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the power he holds over them. And then with the little girl, he also told her that if, or like the, the, they believe that if they don't do what the aliens want, her dad was going to get killed, oh, her mother right, would get right, killed, right. and her little sister would have to be the next oh, Virgin right. Mary. Yes, right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. It was a deep lie, and this little kid 
believed it because she was being drugged. Right. So then, the, how does he kidnap her the second time? What? Oh no, no, he's he goes away somewhere to work. Right. Or... And then she wants to go work with him. Right. She's and still thirteen at this point. Fortunately, her parents are like, no, absolutely not. But then, then the mom's she whines. Like, the little girl's like, I want to be with him and love him. And the mm-hmm. mom's like, Well, I guess if you love him. Mm-hmm. And she puts her on a plane and sends her to be with him. And then the dad so was he, really mad. Was he technically kidnapped? I don't know, but well, isn't that when he all the crap comes out about the affair? The dad does try to take the kids off of her and file for divorce, and then I can't even remember what has something with the guy. She, the kidnapper's like, oh, the mom says like that's it. I want my family back. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that he tries to get her to leave and come yeah. with him, and then she decides she wants her husband back, so she does. But then even once she's back with him, she keeps making mistakes right. by letting Jan go with the kidnapper. But eventually, Jan grows up enough to realize this is all completely fucked up and distances herself from everybody, I guess. Or Well, her and her mom wrote the book and went on right. tour. Her mom actually wrote the oh, book. The mom she wrote and her mom right. were having all these conversations and her mom started writing the book. Right. And then they were doing the tour. Well, wait, and then it gets extra crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because while they're on tour, kidnapper comes yeah. and starts harassing them and being like, you made all this up. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be there with me. Right. And now they have to deal with that and bodyguards and all kinds of craziness. Right. And then, then Gab's favorite part my, of it all. Like, I'll let you take it from here. As though this thing couldn't get crazier, he decides to kill himself because he is finally going to get, I think, indicted, right? Right. And he takes a bunch of his heart pills and then he drinks nothing but white Russians until he dies. Suicide by white Russian. At that point, I was just like, Rose, I, I can't. The most absurd part of this whole thing right. is that you killed yourself drinking right. The drink of the dude is how you're going to take yourself out of this planet. Right. Not cool. Not cool at all. And the only time a friend of the family naively can kidnap a child is when Dookie Stack kidnaps our brother Bob. That's right. And that did happen. And our parents it were like, did. what? It's Dookie. He's our friend. Right. So. So that's true. It does happen. But that was just for like seven hours. And Duke really just wanted Bob's advice. Yeah. He was confused. He was in love with his brother's wife. There was a lot going on, There was guys. a lot going on, yeah. Um, they are both geniuses. So the point is, we do know of a personal kidnapping of a friend, but... This was this way. was a little bit different, and he just was ongoing and didn't and there was stop. sex involved, not and with this story. Oh god, not, yeah, obviously not with our brother. Oh my god, no, it's like no. three or four. Or something, yeah, so. no, no, they just drank chocolate milk. It was a whole different yeah. kind of kidnapping. This was like, right. and this girl thought she was in love with him, thought that she had That's, to have this right. baby. She really thought she was the Virgin Mary. In a she way. didn't get pregnant or have a baby, by the way. No, not no, to no. be spoiler alerts, even though we just told you the entire documentary. But really, we did you a favor. Yeah, you don't want to watch it. You don't. I mean, because it's just so frustrating that anybody could be this stupid. Although I And I don't mean glad. the girl. I don't mean Jan. I mean the parents. I am glad I watched it because Are based you? on your review and then Cassie's review, Cassie made me think I shouldn't watch it. And it was bigger than just Mormonism. She she broke oh, it down yeah. as it just being Mormonism. And I was like, no. Because no. they really didn't. I mean. They didn't have that many I don't kids. know if by choice they didn't talk about their faith a lot. Or. But I didn't really feel like it was that central to everything. No, the only part where it really came into play was um, after the first kidnapping, the elders of the church wanted to have a talking with him. Yeah. He wasn't kicked out. They just wanted to say, like, yeah. hey, dude, it's cool to be with a lot of young girls. Mm-hmm. Just don't take them to Mexico. Right. And an RV from your storage unit. Right. Like Hester Moffat. <laughs> right. I think it's important to say, too, that neighbor, kidnapper, stranger danger man, his wife never left him. No, no. 
main. We don't know about his kids though. I'd no, love we don't. Oh, there I should know. be a follow up documentary. Should. Do you remember that podcast that I think you listened to called Serial? Yes. That the guy they're going to have oh, a whole no document. Shit, I can't wait. Right. March tenth is the first episode. I so. didn't even listen to Serial, and March I March tenth, I'm that. making you meatball sandwiches, and we're going to watch the okay at site. Because I, from what you, one told of my favorite me. podcasters and favorite people is uh, this woman Rabia Chaudhry, who. Is the reason that podcast ever that serial ever did a show about Adnan? I think uh, I don't know if she's related to Adnan, but um, they're b- both her families are Pakistani and they're all from the same neighborhood. And when Adnan got arrested, Rabia is an attorney, and all this stuff happened. And she sent all of this information to Sarah uh, Koenig at NPR and was like, "This kid has been imprisoned wrongfully," and that's how Serial did that story. So then she wrote a book about him. Um, and she's, uh, if you've seen the trailers, the um, Muslim woman, that's her. Oh, okay. Um, but she also does a podcast called The 45th, which is probably tied with my favorite murder as my favorite podcast. It's all about the Trump presidency. Oh, my God. And she's just so smart, and her co-hosts are so smart, and just, oh, I love it. You would love it. Oh, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. So this guy, is he still in jail, or is he... Yeah, now he was granted a new trial, but they haven't released him from prison yet. Okay. So, yes, you should definitely listen to Serial in the next 10 days, 12 days before the documentary starts. Okay, I can do that. Do I have any long road trips? No, but I'll make it happen. But, oh, do you, you have, um, like, wireless speakers yeah. to play it while you're cleaning or something. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy story. It's really, like... I mean, the first time I listened to it, I went so back and forth each I was like oh he's guilty no he's not guilty he's guilty but he didn't get fair trial no he's definitely innocent like I was so torn what do you think now uh I think he's innocent I do I think he had a lot of bad fucking luck at this time and some corrupt politician you know district attorneys and the police and they just wanted a conviction and and they got him Jeez. You know, but I don't think he did. And he was it. like a teenager at the time too, right? He was right? in high school. Yeah, he and his girlfriend were both in high school. And something about a Best Buy parking lot. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only know this because my business partner was listening oh, to right, it and then was... telling me about it the whole time. Like we go on road trips and he'd be like, "And then this," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. To it. <laughs> Right. I, I remember talking about it with uh, he and um, Kate at yep. the Christmas the Christmas party. Aww. Well, that's the last meal our mom cooked, so if we got quiet for a second, that's yeah. why we got pensive. Sorry about that, Sorry, guys. guys. We sometimes get, take, some, take something up, and we take it to a dark place, but that's just because we lost a lot of people. Yeah, just who we are. Um, we'll have to dedicate a whole episode to Beanie, because that's where it all started. Oh, yeah, that's where sure. the grief... I mean, we had lost people, but like... But like sequential, you know, like you lose your grandparents, and it's right. sad, but... You know, they're older and you expect it, but when, like, your parents start dying... And yeah, we did so in his 50s like, and working and, like... Yeah, you know, it's just... It's, it's It weird. really throws you for a loop. It does. And I'm sure, you know, many of you know, all five of our listeners. <laughs> just kidding. My thousands of fans, you know. The, you know you're a good podcast, though, because, like, the, when, like... When we make it, when we actually have listeners that want to go back and hear the beginning and be like, oh my God, you yes. guys were so raw in the beginning. Oh, I don't yeah. know if that's true. I hope. I just have fantasies. We're just like Eddie Murphy raw, but not at all. No, no. Not. We're not good with impersonations. No. 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 You know something, uh, and I feel like I've saw this recently, and this doesn't really go with cultural appropriation, but it does also... What are your thoughts now looking back on Billy Crystal doing Sammy Davis Jr.? 
so interesting. Because he technically, I feel like they, they might have... blackface. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah. I thought they did makeup to make it... Didn't they? Yeah, they did. And you look at that as like him doing blackface or him doing an impersonation or should he just have only done the voice and they never should have done all that? That's a really good question. Because recently mean, some... Knowing what we know now, maybe the makeup wasn't the best idea. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the, that's the thing. I don't know what the rules are. Different for the art. Different for impersonations. Is it different? Like I don't. I don't. I think it's got to be different, right? Like if a actual talented comedian can do the voice and mannerisms, and a show, a sketch show, wants to put him into a sketch as this character, is that okay? I mean, that's completely different than like. Um, oh, what's who's that little blonde dancer, Julianne Huff, going in blackface as a character from Orange is the New Black. For, like, Halloween. Right. Yeah. Right? But then but also, I, I could see, though, people going, well, why couldn't you... I'm, like, saying, I guarantee you there's Is an African-American right? actor who can do Sammy Davis Jr. better than Billy Crystal, so why didn't you And they're probably him? right, but how... I mean, did he... Did this... This... Miss, you know... Myth- mythical person audition for Saturday Night? Like, I don't know. And then the thing would be, like, did you, they probably didn't have enough African-Americans audition for Saturday Like, you can keep going right, back at right. it. And it's all true. Right. It's but all... young, problematic Twitter found it and then was posting uh... it, like, last at the end of last week, like, look at Billy Crystal. He's not so innocent. And it's sort of like, okay. This was 30, almost 40 years ago. And I think at a certain point, we have to go... It's unfortunate that we allowed this kind of stuff to go for mm-hmm. so long, but we did. And to, like, act that suddenly in 1984, you can't... I don't know. He got away with it then. I'm not saying it's okay, but I don't think Billy Crystal needs to be now punished right. for a skit from the early 80s right. when the rules were different. And it doesn't and if make that's it the right. case, do we punish him for uh, pretending to be Fernando Lamas? He's not Spanish. Do we punish him for that? Right. Do we punish uh, Dana Carvey for being Hans and Franz? I right. mean, I don't know where it starts and where it ends. Two wild and crazy guys. Yeah. Is that too offensive? Um, the Greek Sam- Diner. The Samurai. Yeah, right. The Samurai Chef. Oh my God, the Samurai Chef. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, so all of 70s SNL should be eradicated from history. Right. And if that's the case, too, and this is so messed up, we all know that vaudeville borrowed from the minstrel shows. They were who developed the blackface routine. You're going to have to get rid of a lot of Bing Crosby movies, a lot of Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland movies. I mean... Right. I mean, and let's take into account that we've still watched them knowing that Bing Crosby beat up his kids and his wife, that we know, you know... Yeah. I mean, at what point do you overlook something for the art of it? Or at what point do you just say, that was so long ago and we know better now? Right. I just feel like... I don't know. It's hard to go back and take away the validity of a bunch of art that we all right. valued because now we do know better, but we're taking the personal lives of these people in account. I don't right. know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's all very confusing. I mean, and technically, um, what's his name? Our director we love, Frank Capra, he did propaganda films for the United States to get people to join the war effort. I, I mean, and he's our favorite filmmaker. I know. The like is in. Well, he was. Yeah. He turned people in. He did. Not a good I, guy. I don't know that I forgive him. Not a good guy. Although Face in the Crowd, great movie. Oh my God. On the waterfront. Right. I mean. Right. They had a whole Eli Kazan marathon the other day. Made me feel tense. And yet. I felt like I supported Trump. Ooh. Is that wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, I did, and I don't know why I'm saying this, but I, I really am curious if what Trump's feeling on that documentary was. <laughs> Oh my god, do you think that man has ever watched a documentary in his life? I can see me like, there was a beautiful family, she was a beautiful girl. 
beautiful girl. There was true love. True love between a guy and a girl. He was an adult, President. Oh, well, I don't know. He's just such an idiot. He's just such an idiot. I can't imagine he's ever... He doesn't seem like the kind of person that can sit still. Like, I can't imagine him ever watching a movie or reading a book because he just doesn't seem like somebody that could focus that long. Well, they claim he has, like, severe ADHD that he has to take Adderall just to read the teleprompter. Like, he cannot focus to read. That's why he's all jittery. All that. People thought it was Coke. It was Adderall the whole time. Jesus. Yeah. I don't even I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> I want to say this. I'm not against a president being on medication. Mm-hmm. In fact, it, I would be, I mean, God, if we had a president who suffered from depression and somehow, like, got through that. To be, mm-hmm. I, that's, that's what I want as my president. But this guy, he didn't, he didn't win. And it has nothing to do with disagreeing with, no. with views because he doesn't have any views. He doesn't. He has no convictions. Yeah, if, like, if, if Jeb were president, I don't think I'd be this irate. Oh, hell no. Heck no. The one guy, though, Ted, Ted Cruz, Cruz, I would be yeah. this irate. I would be. But other than Trump and Ted Cruz, the rest of the lineup, even like Marco Rubio, would I be happy? No. Do I disagree with their policies? Yes. Do I think they actually want to do what's best for the country? Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I think that just because I don't agree with the way they go doesn't mean that they're less an American than I am. Exactly. But Ted Cruz and Donald Trump are two, I think. No, they're don't just... Trust. No, don't trust And them. Mike Pence don't like that guy. Ooh, yeah. I don't trust Mother! As as I can throw. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Pence was the dad in the documentary. Yes. Yes, he was. Also, the dad literally loses it after he talks about giving a handy to his friend, because he's just helping him out. <laughs> um, but he's like, he like loses it, and he's like, it's the worst thing I could have done. Betrayed my marriage. Meanwhile, his wife is banging the guy. Mm-hmm. Like... Right. It's because you know you're gay mm-hmm. and you hate yourself for it, and that's why you're crying right now. Right. And now you're going to be dad of the year and be the only one who cares about Jan. Nobody at any point mentioned if Jan got therapy. I have to assume she, had she to did. Have. And this is a commentary that I know is going to be viewed as sexist, but I'm saying it anyway. Go Damn on. it. Holy crap. Everything Jan went through, mm-hmm. oldest sister, mm-hmm. look the goddamn youngest. The other two sisters, I think, took Jan's kidnapping way worse. It wore on them. Jan looked like a god darn movie star. Yeah. It's like, Jan. I know. Everything you've gone through, girl. She really pulled it together. She did. I know. The sisters, I mean, it was like. When I realized, like, at the beginning of the movie, at the beginning of the documentary, like, kind of knowing what was going to happen, but then, like, it started and you see it and. I thought for sure that this guy killed the little girl. And to find out that she lived through it and then this was her, I was just like, how? How do you live through this insanity? I mean, the human spirit is just amazing and sometimes of what it can deal with and what it can learn to live with. And and I feel like that woman is, is a perfect example. Yeah, I mean, to like... To get through it and then get the therapy you need to know, like, oh, no, you were never abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. So this is all a trick. You were totally Stockholm Syndrome. To not try to kill yourself mm-hmm. then. Right. And become a drug addict. Right. Like a, a, a alcoholic. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Jan was not a victim. No. No. She's very Elizabeth Smart-like to me. Yes. It's, it's Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci's trying to get in the room like a maniac. I know. He's so cute, though, isn't he? Really he really is. Oh, He's such hands. a good boy. God. I know. One of these days we'll have Stanley Tucci on the podcast. You might have been able to hear him. He was a little loud. That's true. That is true. Tucci! I thought he might talk. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. Diva. I know. You know. 
No, no. You know, did you watch the Oscars? Yeah. Me either. I didn't even know. Yeah, but I was so psyched. Regina King won. For Best Supporting Actress? Best Supporting Actress, what yeah. What movie? Um, oh, what's it called? Something about Beale Street. Oh, okay. Like Beale Street Could Talk or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something. Or, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. People were like losing their mind over like the movie that won Best Picture. I didn't see anything, so I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see any of it either, but... Uh, and I'm such a boob. I, I'm such a boob. You know how I feel about the Judy Garland, James Mason star is born. I'm like, I'm never watching the Gaga no, no, one, but this, I'll probably I've heard such good to. things about this one. And Gaga's Italian, and so is Bradley Cooper, and that's the mm-hmm. only reason I can support it. Oh my God. We started with us maybe being Italian. Oh my God! See, this see is how, how we I are. Am. Do you see how we are? We are Italian. Come on, we we just feel that way. I mean, we're at least we we know we're some Italian. Right. We're, we're not, mostly we're Italian. We're not Rachel Dobelson. No, we're mostly Italian. <laughs> and you know what? We're also not doing trying to like be the president of the daughters of Italy. I'd love to be the president of that, though. I don't speak Italian, and I think you probably have to like at have. least be half. Several degrees and be really good at fundraising. You're good at fundraising. I'm okay at fundraising. I want to be better because um, I want to support Mrs. George Romero and getting the horror movie museum in Pittsburgh. Ooh, I support that. After that, can you fundraise to get us a basketball team? We have the Pitt Panthers. I said a basketball. I'm <laughs> oh. kidding. I love professional basketball, and we don't have a team. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, the sports team. Would you like? I mean, could you ever support a team over the Boston Celtics? No. Right. So what difference does it make? Yeah, good point. What if we bought the Boston Celtics? And they became the Pittsburgh Celtics? But we still called them the Pittsburgh Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I that, have to make money just to do that. That would be the best thing ever. I have to remember to write this a hashtag. I need to make money so that I can buy the Boston Celtics, bring them to Pittsburgh, and call them the Pittsburgh Boston Celtics, and get Larry Bird back as head coach. Um, if we could do that, then yes. I think we should have a professional sports team. <laughs> That's the only way. But I can't imagine the fans in Boston allowing this. I feel like there would be a micro-civil war between Pittsburgh and Boston. <laughs> And I'd be at the I center. Could see, <laughs> I could see the bros in Boston coming down and just murdering Pittsburghers. You need to make me a, a British, like, a military captain's hat. <laughs> why? Do I, I don't know. Why do I have to do it? Because the Boston Tea Party, I just feel like I'm going and fighting them. I don't sew. I don't, I'm oh, not crafty. But you've been to Boston, so you probably know where to buy one at a gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> There's this thing uh, we're gonna we'll talk about next week on the episode called the internet. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like to buy things online. Oh, that will be a whole other show. I can't. They have my information. They have my information. I hate it. I what are they gonna do with your? Information? I don't know. I've been good about paying my Duquesne light bill online. That's impressive. Because I, I figure the worst thing that they're gonna do is take extra money in, but then it goes with my my electric bill. So it's not the worst. That's really what the worst thing you think could happen. Oh God, what's the worst thing you think could happen? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, It'll be no. Fine. <laughs> How am I ever going to buy the Pittsburgh Boston Celtics if, <laughs> if my money is stolen from my Duquesne Light account? Oh. oh, it's just a dream I had once. Listen, we're going to be back Sunday, March 10th. I'm making meatball sandwiches, and we're going to podcast. Might, we might get a show in before then. We might get one in before that. Because we had a lot coming up this week, you guys. Gab is turning 40 on Friday. I don't know who she's talking about. I'm turning four times <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot of festivities going on this weekend for gab's birthday i'm this many she's holding one hand up with a four and then the other in a fist guys i'm a baby <laughs> um 
So, but yeah, we'll try to get... Yeah, let's see if we can't do another episode this week. We can get one in. But we'll definitely do one the 10th over Meatballs. Because we could even do one Sunday before we go to Lydia's. I can come here and then we could do it. We could. We could. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. We could talk about all the food we want to order. Yes. We'll go over the menu of Lydia's. We like food, by the way. Oh, yeah. Have we mentioned that? Well, you'll find that. Yeah, you'll find that. Although John said... So Rosie's fiance was downstairs and we said we, we want to do a future episode about food. And he was like, I think pretty sure everyone thinks two guinea hands are going to talk about food. So maybe you do think we'll talk about food. You're right. We will. <laughs> and we're not culturally, culturally appropriating two guinea hands because we were called that. That's right. That's all factual. And we were raised Italian. So That's we're sticking right. to it. Yeah. We're not appropriating anything. I mean, we're... That's what we know. And and in and my shrink who was mad at us also said you are Italian. You were raised Italian. You are Italian. She kept like beating that my I head. think it would have been worse if we were raised like Swedish and all these Swedish cultures and then find out that you're one percent Swedish and I'm not any. Right. That would have been more like well, our friend who's not German. Right. Like our friend who's not German. Right. Yeah, he was real bummed about that. Yeah. And honestly, in the scheme of things, like I don't know if you saw, but like so I did make this article, and then we posted on Facebook, and someone was like, oh, you think that's bad? A friend of mine, um, his mom freaked out when the sibling bought it for all the siblings because it turned out none of them had the same birth father, and that's how they found out on Christmas. Oh, shit. So, I mean... Well, my friend, uh, you know, she found her birth parents on because of, answer, because of her DNA test. So we should have her on sometime just to talk about that. Oh, that, that would be good. It's wild. I mean, can you even imagine... Like, she always knew she was adopted. That wasn't the surprise, but she never knew her birth parents. And then when she did it, it uh, the dad came up and it said, it, we're 100% sure that this is your biological parent. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh, that is so, so crazy. Yeah, I, I keep know. worrying that, like, we're going to find out, like, dad had some stray kid from some time. That's really? my fear. I, I, I don't know. He's the only one. I, I can imagine mom having that we don't know about. Well, right. Right. But dad, I don't know. Like, just like when he's 15 or something, some and girl see, I think more away. brothers, like, you know, oh, happy. I feel like there could be, like, I feel like at any day we could get a, this person is most likely your niece or nephew. Oh, I mean, I'd be It'd happy. Be rad, I know. I'd be happy to meet them. I know. It would be like, was it six degrees of separation? Yes. Yeah. I would take this adult in and be like, oh, this is my niece. Here, let me buy you things. Yeah, we would... We would, oh, we'd freak the kid out. Probably. So like, you want to know everything about your dad? Not really. Not really. <laughs> he deserted my mom, so not really. <laughs> oh, okay. They, they had a one night stand once outside <laughs> yeah. of a dumpster, not a rook's. Oh, yeah, okay, so you thought you'd want to know Aww. your aunts. And there's nothing wrong with that if that is your mom, oh, future niece or nephew that we don't know. Right, and I'm sure by us just saying Peppy, you know, oh, guess who I sold? A Joe Mercurio uh, truck today. Aww. That was our brother Peppy's friend who, like, they partied all the time, and then, like, um, at a certain point, like you turn 25 and you're like, I shouldn't party anymore. <laughs> and that's and, what Joe did, but Pep then continued on. Yeah. So then we'd occasionally see Joe maybe at like church or something mm-hmm. and we'd be sneaking in to get Palm at the end of mass and he'd be like, how's Peppy? And we'd be like the same. How are you? He's like, doing well. Yeah. So that's a fun story. Yeah. Guys, that's a little glimpse into addiction. Ooh. So next, so definitely on March 10th, we'll be into Lent. So Ooh. we can also talk about, um, Felagones. Felagones. Which we're not going to tell you anything about. We're just going to say the word. We'll tell you all about them next time. Listen in next time. Listen in next time. We're two guinea hens. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.